Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, AEW All In is right around the corner. The company is going to Wembley Stadium for the biggest event in its history. And while AEW shouldn't just stuff this show full of people who don't work there, it should still feel like an AEW show after all, they could do a lot worse than sprinkle it with maybe one or two names from this list and make a huge event feel even hugerer. I'm Andy, and here are seven non-AEW stars who could be at All In London. Number seven, Goldberg. And I might as well start with the bald legend. He's in the thumbnail. I'm not going to keep you waiting for this one or maybe keep you skipping if you don't like the guy. And let's be honest, there are quite a few reasons to not want Goldberg to be in AEW in any capacity. I'm not going to sit here and list them. There's a good chance you've already done that for me down in the comments section below. But listen... I think this could be a lot of fun, right? You just gotta do the right thing with Big Bill. Not that Big Bill. It doesn't mean you put him out there and you have him gobble some young, hungry, up-and-coming talent up. You don't have him try and work a match longer than 90 seconds. None of that nonsense. What you do is you have Bill Goldberg eat Chris Jericho alive. This comes straight from the brain of our very own Michael Hamflit, who has devised the fantasy booking, but it's real simple. There's nobody better placed to just eat the dirt by Bill, who only has to do a spear and a jackhammer, nothing more, get the win, leave. The fans can have their fun singing Judas when Jericho comes out, and then they can have even more fun watching the super villain, pain-makery old guy just getting wiped out by an even older guy. I think that'd be great. I love Goldberg. And besides, this card really needs some greater representation from the bald community. So Tony Khan doesn't sort that out. I'll probably write a moderately strongly worded tweet and then delete it before hitting send. But yes, book Goldberg. It'd be good. Number six, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tanahashi, not quite the wrestler he used to be. I think that's very fair to say. Time has come for him in a lot of ways. His knees appear to be made of sawdust. Um, but he is still the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's an icon of that company. And therefore, he's kind of an icon of the partnership between New Japan and AEW as well. He was on both Forbidden Door cards. He's been on Dynamite. He's been on television. And... Um, why wouldn't you book the ace if you have the opportunity to do so? Now, granted, you bring an Okada in, you probably get a better caliber of match, but Tanahashi is a symbol of New Japan's recovery from the horrors of Enochism towards its most critically acclaimed and eventually successful era in the company's history. And besides, before Forbidden Door, he was all up in Tokyo Sports saying, hey, I'm going to be at Wembley. I'm going to defend the title. I'm going to win the title. 
Well, he obviously ended up not winning the title when he wrestled MJF at Forbidden Door, but look, if Tana promises it, I'm willing to bet that he's going to be there. What are you going to have him do on the card? Tag team showcase, singles match, whatever, whatever. I don't think there are any real bad options. Just get him on there if you can. Number five, Davy Boy Smith Jr. This is the most romantic pick on the entire list because of course it is. He is the son of the legendary British Bulldog who of course wrestled Bret Hart at Wembley Stadium in 1992, the biggest UK wrestling show of all time. He headlined it unless All In surpasses it somehow in ticket sales. We'll see what happens, but regardless, it would just be a lovely piece of symbolism. And besides, you don't necessarily have to have a showcase Davy Boy Smith Jr. singles match. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but you don't need to have it. You could just go, hey, he's here. He's in the front row. This is cool. This is nice. This is symbolism. This is symmetry. It would be just a lovely thing to do and he's fresh off the back of perhaps the weirdest WWE run of all time where he re-signed with the company, didn't feature on TV and then got released again a few months later. So he probably deserves a break. Shoutouts to Davey Jr. Boy, Smith, Harry. Number four, Zack Sabre Jr. Okay, getting on to some actual British people who don't work for AEW now. Um, Zack, obviously well-established in the AEW cinematic universe already. Uh, he's been on the previous, the first Forbidden Door, showed up there. He's been on Ring of Honor pretty heavily. He's a well-known face in AEW already, and that's the kind of person you should be looking to bring over uh, for this show if you're gonna use outsiders, people who work for other companies, people who are contracted elsewhere. Also, he's one of the people most responsible for the kind of climb out of the dark days of British indie wrestling to that boom period, which obviously ended a good few years ago when uh, other companies signed everyone pretty much, and it's still kind of recovering. But regardless, Zack is a symbol of the entire scene. He's a well-known face in AEW. He's one of the best technical wrestlers of all time. If there's a way to use him, you should definitely do that. And I think he is an exception to the rule of not just grabbing millions of British outside faces for this show. Uh, he's right at the top of the pile, man. It's Zack, come on. Number three, Kota Ibushi. Ibushi uh, just debuted for AEW at Blood and Guts, and if Kenny Omega's word is anything to go by, and it usually is, this won't be the last we see of the Golden Star in the company. Now, is he going to sign there? I don't think so. The guy strikes me, Ibushi, that is, as someone who just wants to go wherever the breeze takes him after severing ties with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think he's going to freelance all over the world, doing all kinds of wacky stuff from five-star matches somewhere to just, I don't know, wrestling an alligator in a ring that is shaped like a giant microphone dressed as a custard pie. There's no limit to the insanity that this man will go to. And admittedly, the blood and guts showing wasn't the finest of his career. Um, but look, the guy has been out of action effectively for two years. He's had a lot of injuries. He's only wrestled three times in that period. And he's had some, you know, widely publicized political issues with the New Japan office that I'm sure took a bit of a toll on him as well. So what I'm saying is we should probably be cutting him a bit of slack and not jumping down his throat so early when it comes to that performance. I have every confidence in the world that with a couple of months under his belt shaking off the rust, Ibushi's going to be a killer once more. And if you can put him on the all-in card, you can do almost anything with him. He's one of the best of all time. It'd be nice to see. Number two, Will Ospreay. 
This is another AEW-adjacent pick. Osprey's been pretty heavily involved in AEW. He's appeared on TV. He's been on Forbidden Door. He just had the great match with Kenny Omega. Of course, he's been all over the place. And I think it's important, again, to emphasize that these are the kind of names that we should really be using on this show if we're going to dive into British talent. Um, this is an AEW show, after all. AEW talent got them to this massive arena. And therefore, if you're going to dive into the talent pool, we should balance things out a little bit. Besides, there'll be plenty of wonderful British wrestlers shown at the Rev Pro Show uh, over All In Weekend anyway. So shout outs to the Luke Jacobs and the Mike Locus of the world. Brilliant wrestlers, all of them. But this is an AEW show and it should primarily be that. So if you're going to use someone from somewhere else, here's a familiar face, Big Will Ospreay. One of the best wrestlers in the world, one of the best wrestlers of all time. What I shouldn't do, what I shouldn't do, what AEW shouldn't do here, in my opinion, is book the third Omega match, right, of this, this ongoing trilogy that they've established. Obviously, they had a match before, but let's pretend they've only had two. Um, that should be saved for Wrestle Kingdom or a bigger New Japan event. It's a New Japan story, and if it's going to be wrapped up, it should be wrapped up on one of their shows. But look, you're not going to turn your nose up at a guy like Will Ospreay wrestling on your show, and I'm sure he himself will be very keen to make it happen. And number one, Mercedes Monet. I'm sure a lot of people probably expected Mercedes to show up in AEW, like, I don't know, months ago. Uh, there were pretty heavy rumors of it happening in February, shortly after she uh, severed her ties with WWE formally. And then, of course, we were in Boston just recently and people were thinking, hey, that's her hometown. She didn't show up, she wasn't there, but there was never really any indication that she would. Now, it's important to know that at the time of recording, Mercedes is reportedly still walking around wearing a cast or crutching around or whatever, whatever you do. Um, she was injured while wrestling Willow Nightingale earlier in the year, the New Japan Strong Women's Championship match, of course, on American soil. But I think it's only a matter of time before she ends up appearing in AEW. Who knows, she might even be all elite by the time this show actually happens, in which case she's a pretty pointless person to have on this list but the list of potential opponents for her in AEW is just so strong lots of fresh interesting matches from traditionally like the best wrestlers in the company your Tony Storms your Jamie Haters your Hikaru Shida's your Chris Statlanders big characters as well like Britt Baker you could do a Thunder Rosa match that would kick ass you could do Willow again it would be sensational there is no shortage of just great choices for the former Sasha Banks in this company and on this show and if they can make it happen they should make it happen you know what you should make happen check it out this video here you're gonna love it I've been Andy I'll see you later Listen to this Acast show ad-free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.